Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to This is Maria. Today, we're talking about repeating numbers, things like 111, 1111, 222, 333, etc. We're going to dive into what do they mean? Do they mean anything? Are they a sign from God to the universe and your guides? Or are they a mere coincidence or nothing at all? They're just there to tell you the time. Uh, before we do that, just a couple of housekeeping items. My second book is out. It is called The Rose Codes Book of Initiations. It's available through Amazon. It is a book about divine femininity. It is a book about the rose lineage. Um, and it helps you connect to the divine mother. It can help you balance your masculine feminine polarity and dive into the feminine mysteries, the many mystery schools of the past and even present day. And uh, secondarily, I wanted to invite you to check out my healing circles. My healing circles are events that I host with hopes of healing a particular ailment or a particular issue within humanity. Um, my next one is coming up in January, and it's actually an activation circle. It's going to be um, all about activating your etheric wings. So if you're curious about the topic, do check it out on thisismaria.com and go into the tab Hold live events. All right, my darlings, let's talk about repeating numbers. Now, I myself have made a number of videos about repeating numbers already. Today, I figured I would give you a little bit uh, more of a deep dive, a little bit more of a rounded up perspective on these repeating numbers. And we're going to start with, you know, the ones, the repeating ones, which are very, very frequent. Um, you know, probably one of the most frequent numbers that people pay attention to are 111 and 1111 on their phone. I myself have said that usually this is a sign from the universe. Now, let's dissect that statement. And what does it mean? When the universe is sending you symbols, what does that mean? By the way, sometimes there are actual guides, like sometimes there are actual beings out there that want to send you a particular frequency, a particular number, a particular word, a particular, um, I don't know, sentence. It does happen. However, those instances are far and in between. What is actually more likely, if you're seeing a pattern of repeating numbers on your screen or in front of you, even if that's a license plate, doesn't really matter. If that is an apartment number, anything that's repeating. That is usually more a sign of your personal vibration and your personal resonance at a particular point in time. You are, despite having an auric field, despite having an assemblage point, you um, your energy fluctuates. So, you know, you may wake up in the morning feeling a certain way, and then throughout the day, your energy may really ebb and flow and change quite dramatically, depending on what you're feeling, depending on what you're hearing, depending on what you're doing, etc. Depending on whether you are alone or with others, you know, what impacts you, who impacts you, etc. Now, um, because you are a vibration, and not only are you a vibration, you are a perpetually fluctuating vibration. Um, the universe may align or not align with you as you are vibrating. And I'll explain what I mean, because I think that that was a very, very complicated statement. So, you know, the universe has its own soup of happening, right? So the universe is on its own schedule. The universe has its own set of priorities and end goal and destination. Depending on where you are vibrationally, 
you're either in sync with everything around you or slightly out of sync with everything around you. At the same time, you are also always projecting forth a particular vibration of what you are. And because you are always projecting forth, so you are a projector, the universe is always, always responding to you. And by how the universe is responding to you, you can always understand how you're vibrating. Does that make sense? If the universe is your mirror, then by getting the reflection back and paying attention to that reflection, you may understand what it is mirroring. And one way to understand your state is through the numbers reflected back to you by the universe. So for the skeptics out there that think that there's no way somebody, I don't know, like a little angel up on the cloud is sending you an 1111 number so you can know that the universe is with you. For the skeptic out there, if you don't believe in angels, that's totally cool. If you don't believe that a particular being is sitting there sending you numbers, that's totally cool. But what you better believe is that the universe is responding to you. And the fact that you are present to a particular information um, byte or bit of information, right? In this case, a particular frequency of numbers, a sequence of numbers, means that you are vibrating at that frequency one way or another. Now, there is not one way to read a frequency of a repeating number pattern. And so today I figured I would give you a full range instead of a limited range for these repeating numbers. And we're going to start with the repeating ones. One 11. What does that mean? If you see 111 anywhere reflected back at you. So any number one repeated three times. So even if you are, I don't know, visiting a friend and their apartment number is 111, what does that mean? Anytime you are dissecting the frequency represented by a numeric sequence, you have to account every single individual number as well as their sum total. If we wanted to get really sophisticated, we would also do the multiplication of the three numbers, but we don't have to quite go there today. So if you're seeing 111, of course, it's the frequency of one, but also 111 is three ones, right? So it's one plus one plus one equals three. So in order for us to dissect that frequency and what is the message and really what are you projecting forth? What are you being in that moment in time that 111 registers in you? We have to understand what is one and what is three. And I'm going to give you the positive and I'm going to give you the negative. And usually you can be the judge in that moment in time. Have you been leaning towards the positive side of what's possible? Have you been reflecting what's positive? Have you been reflecting what's negative? So one is, and three. One is the number of oneness. One is also the number of divine masculinity. One at its best could be somebody who is forward-looking somebody who's making moves, somebody who is on top of their game. But one could also, on the flip side, be somebody who's selfish, somebody who um, is a little bit like my way of the highway, somebody who is, you know, wants to get the blanket, the entire blanket, who doesn't want to share the blanket um, with, with their loved ones. Um, so on the positive side, this dichotomy of one and three um, is this. Um, one equals three in a positive way is you have the strength as you alone have the strength to create something in the universe. As in, it is a message and a sign that you have what it takes to get what you want. That is the one level. The universe may be confirming to you that you have what it takes to get what you want. 
three is a small alchemical number. It's always the number of creation. And it's usually about making the next step or achieving that next goal. It's not the big goal, but it's a smaller goal. And so the universe is confirming to you that you are at a frequency where the moves that you're making are going to lead you to achieving your goal, if that makes sense. On the flip side, if, for instance, you're in a bad mood or if you just had a, you know, um, Oh, a strange conversation with somebody, all of a sudden you're seeing 111 on the clock. Usually what that means is, hey, you're being a little bit selfish. Or hey, you're factoring in yourself a little bit too much. So one, all of a sudden turns a little bit negative here. What it starts to reflect is there's too much of you and not enough of somebody else in this conversation. And that is going to lead you to a creation that you may not want because three is always a number of creation, right? So the negative side of 111, if you are emanating, not the vibration of light, but the vibration of distortion, is whichever action you are taking right now, my darling, will lead you to an outcome or a creation that you do not want, right? And if you check yourself and find yourself in that dichotomy, step back and understand where is the other in this equation, you know, who am I playing against? Who am I competing with instead of collaborating, right? Because the, that energy of one is a little bit of like me against the world. All right, moving on to 1111. 1111 is one plus one plus one plus one equals four. So we've already discussed what one means, but in this particular case is four. And also with 1111, it's usually the balancing act, right? 1111 usually means the, the cosmic scales. So on the positive side, when you're seeing 1111 on the screen, it means that, hey, you are in a state of perfect balance. Your actions are aligned with your words. Your actions are aligned with your state of being. And therefore, you're building something for the long term, right? Because four is building something for the long term. One plus one plus one plus one. Four is creating a solid foundation for the rest of your life. That is what the positive side of four is, right? So you are coming at something from a very balanced place. 1111 also means that you're factoring what you want with what the rest of the world wants. So whatever is being created in the moment is in the highest good. It's not my way or the highway. It's what's best for everybody involved. That middle ground, that solution, that diplomacy, right? That's the positive side of seeing an 11-11. However, sometimes when you are going to align with the vibration of 11-11, you may not be in a state of perfect balance. And sometimes 11-11 shows up to show you that you are out of balance, right? It's the cosmic scales that come to tell you that you are not aligned. In fact, look at what is misaligned. And usually when 11-11 shows up and it's misaligned, what's misaligned is your masculine and your feminine energies. So how you're being and what you're doing doesn't always add up. Um, for instance, you may say that you want one thing, but really do the other, right? Like there's something about your energy that is not coherent or cohesive or congruent. There are parts of you that are fighting with one another. And sometimes love and love comes to be the testimony um, or the proof that that is the case. So ask yourself then, if you feel that this is your message from love and love, ask yourself, what is so misaligned? 
But where are you creating a distortion? Where are there two sides of you that are fighting? Where are you not being consistent in terms of your actions and your intentions? And that is another aspect of 1111. Let's look at 222. 222 is a beautiful message. And just like everybody else, everything else, it has a spectrum. Two has the beautiful energies of the Divine Mother, right? Two is always about relationships. Two is always about dichotomies. Two is always about taking in the perspective of another as you are taking in your own perspective, right? It's having me and my best interest at heart as well as having somebody else's interest at heart. However, if we add the numbers in two, 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 we get a six. A six is the second number of creation, but it is also the karmic number. It is the payback for certain actions, right? And it is usually the cause and effect of things, and it's not always in the positive way. So 222, what is the range of symbology that it can bring, right? Given that it is two meets six. One thing that that may mean is this. You may be, like what you're vibrating at and what you're giving out into the world is that it's like this vibration of putting yourself last or not putting yourself first. It's kind of like giving up your spot under the sun in the spirit of consensus or in the spirit of whatever other ideals you may have that will lead you down the path that you don't want to take or you don't want to go. Um, usually it's somebody with like a little bit of a martyr archetype or somebody who needs to take care of everybody else, like a mother that always puts herself last because she has the children and then she has the husband and, she, and then she has her elderly parents and then she has her job and then blah, 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 and she always comes last, right? It's that person that is so much other that they're not enough of themselves. And so sometimes 222 is going to come and tell you, hey, the actions that you're taking when you're not being loving towards yourself are leading you down a karmic path. Two is going to turn into six. Too much of another is going to turn into six. On the flip side, on the flip side, right, the positive side of 222 may be now that, and that is a message, now that you're able to see the point of view of another, you are able to unwind the karmic cycle. Either way, when you're seeing 222 on the clock, it has something to do with karma. You're usually getting a forewarning about a karmic knot or a karmic situation or a karmic happening that you are either further, on, like, further tying and like further accentuating, meaning making it worse, or it may be a sign that you're finally untying the karmic knot, right? So which one is it? By the way, um, in the spirit of trying to anticipate the questions from the collective, if you do not know which way, the, po- the more positive direction, the more negative you're leaning. Like, for instance, you really are by your state. You're not able to say if you're in a good state or a bad state, good mood or bad mood, uh, feeling good emotions or bad emotions, then uh, pick up a pendulum, right? And just allow the pendulum to tell you. If the pendulum is rotating clockwise, you are moving down the positive route. So it's the resolution of karma in this particular case. If your pendulum is moving counterclockwise, it is the opposite. The opposite is true. You are moving down the rabbit hole of accumulating karma. So that is the 222. 333. 
What a beautiful number sequence. Three is the first alchemical number. It is the number of creation. It is the number of divine child. It is the number of children as well. Nine is the smallest number of completion, but the highest alchemical number. So nine can be the ending of the cycle very often. Nine also represents highest cosmic wisdom and attainment because if you combine the maximum attainment from masculine energies with the masculine attainment for the feminine energies, you get the level of creation that is possible for nine. So nine is usually the pinnacle. It's very, very altruistic. It's a little bit up in the clouds because of that. It's not necessarily a very grounded number, but it's also very divine. So what does it mean when we see three, three, three? Here's what it means. On the positive front, it says, hey, you are the divine child of God. You can do nothing wrong. And by trusting your inner joy, you are going to achieve your highest attainment. So 333, when we see it on the clock, when the universe is reflecting it back to us as our energy, in a positive rendition means that our divine child archetype, right, our inner child is leading us towards our highest fulfillment. What does it mean our child is leading us somewhere? That means not your adult, right, but the playful version of you, the curious version of you the non-jaded version of you that doesn't know any better, perhaps, the version of you that still doesn't, you know, care too much for the roles and rules and regulations and all of those, right? Um, the divine child is all about exploration, right? So 333 is definitely inviting you to explore out-of-the-box solutions. It's inviting you to be less serious. It's inviting you to play. And it is telling you that through play is your highest achievement going to come. Not through being serious, not through 33 degrees, not through anything else you could possibly be pursuing, but in, you know, become a child again, essentially. When you see 333 in its positive rendition, the message is become a child again. Allow yourself to be less serious. Allow yourself to laugh. Allow yourself a hobby. Allow yourself to not have to be responsible at this moment in time. What does your heart truly desire? What is it that brings you joy? That is the vibration of 333. Now, on the flip side, right, it could also be reflecting to you certain other things that you're lacking, right? And in this particular case, the negative, the more negative message of 333 may be that the less responsible part of you is actually in the way of you achieving your fulfillment. So it may be saying, hey, your divine child is in the way of you making big, bold moves, right? So if you are seeing 333 and you're not in a great mood, that usually means that that 333 is reflecting to you where you're falling short. And what that 333 is doing to you is telling you, hey, where are you not taking responsibility? Where are you being a little lazy? Where are you bypassing certain things, rules and regulations? Where are you being a little bit of a trickster instead of following the rules? And it's asking you to almost like go into this introspection journey a little bit and understand that this may cost you something that you perceive to be the end game, right? 
So that less serious part of you may be in the way of the ending. All right, let's look at 444. When you see that on your clock, what does that mean? What are you aligning with? What are your vibrational match to when you're seeing 444? Well, first and foremost, right? Like we're going to have to look at the energy of the four. We're going to have to look at the energy of four plus four plus four, which is 12, right? The number of completion in numerology, 12 equals three. So we're going to look at number four and the number 12 and the number three. Okay, so when you're seeing 444, it's actually a really, really, really good number, usually a very good sign. That usually means that whatever activity you're doing at that moment in time, whatever thoughts you're thinking at that point in time, whatever feelings you're thinking at that point in time, they're leading you towards something that is going to be the ultimate end goal, right? So essentially, you are building foundations for the rest of your life. And not only that, but that 12 is usually the sign of not like what your lower self wants, but 12 is usually the end game for your higher self, like what your higher self sends you here to do. So when you see 444, it's actually a dead giveaway that your higher self is actually really happy with where you're going right now. So your higher self, if they were in your body, so to say, they would approve of your thoughts, feelings, and actions at the moment where you see 444. What could be the downside? Is there a downside to the 444? Actually, that one is mostly positive. Is mostly positive. The only thing, the only thing is if you're feeling uneasy or like if you're in a really bad mood or if you feel like something is misaligned and you're seeing a 444, that may be the sign that you're procrastinating too much because four is a slower moving energy. And sometimes on the negative side, you're taking too much to deliberate. Um, like you are, it's almost like you're overthinking. You are paralyzed by decision, like analysis paralysis type of situation. Like you've analyzed things to death. You try to organize, you try to over-optimize. And because of that, you didn't move. And so that would be the only thing that 444 could be warning you against. And it could be actually almost gently nudging you towards just take the action. Just take the leap of faith. Just do the thing. Like just, just go for it. It's like Nike, just do it instead of like overthinking. That could possibly, like that could be the only thing um, that could be the drawback of the 444. All right, my darlings, moving to 555. And that would be the last pairing of the last sequence we look at. Five plus five plus five is 15, which gives us a six. Um, So essentially we're going from a five to a six in a sequence of three fives. Five is um, a mid-range divine feminine number. So it is kind of like that um, middle ground of of the feminine energies. It is usually a very harmonious number. Um, It is usually the number that is most connected to beauty, to perfect proportion, to perfect sound, to the golden ratio. Um, So it's a beautiful, beautiful frequency and beautiful energy. Five is you know, both angelic as well as very elemental, like it connects you to a lot of the the fairy kingdoms. And five is, I guess the, the one thing about five is it's completely non-committal. Um, so five, you know, she she doesn't um she doesn't like structure, she doesn't like rigidity. And six um is the middle number of creation, right? So six is um the the masculine and the feminine energies coming together. So what is the 
the message of the five, um, five, five on the clock. Um, the positive number is you're in the flow. Like the positive meaning of this is you're in the flow. Uh, because the five usually, you know, it's effortless. Everything is really effortless for the five if she's in her element. So that's usually the confirmation from the universe that your energy is in the flow. You are not in the state of resistance. You are in the state of acceptance. So great job, right? Um, it also means that you're probably in the process of attracting things to you, bringing things to you, actively manifesting. You are a magnet. That That is what it means in the positive rendition. The negative rendition of this is you're too much in your feminine, not enough in your masculine. That could also be the sign over here. Because too many fives, right? Too much feminine. And that leads us to a six, right? And that leads to a particular karmic situation where you may have to reap what you've sown. So that may be a sign to you that you may need to get out of your feminine a little bit and bring in the masculine force, right? Um, so not being too noncommittal, not being too hard to pin down, but actually go for it. Actually, you know, say yes to something and follow through and follow on. Um, because yeah, five is that fear of commitment, fear for, you know, fear of going for it, fear of failing. Um, and so sometimes, you know, uh, 555 is an invitation to um, bring in the masculine powerhouse. And while you're being a magnet, also being quite electric. So going and chasing that goal a little bit. Um, and that would lead you to your highest fulfillment. I hope this was fun. I hope this was helpful. I am here to receive a couple of questions from the collective to see if anything was unclear. The question is, is there another way to understand which way am I leaning outside of using the pendulum? If I didn't have the pendulum handy, if I didn't want to use the pendulum, if I don't know how to use the pendulum, how would I know if I'm leaning towards the lighter side or the darker side or like the positive side of the message or the negative side of the message? The ironic part is you always know. Your heart, your intuition, always, they always know. You know, you may get into a habit of, of cheating or lying to yourself, but truly you always know. Like you always know when you notice a particular number and check in internally with what state you're at. You know, if you are being in the positive state or a negative state, right? Sometimes you will feel a little bit more neutral. If you're very neutral, ask yourself, what mood am I in? Is it a good mood? Mostly like good or mostly bad? Like neut good neutral or bad neutral, right? So that could be like an easy question um, that uh, would bring you an answer. Another thing, if um, you don't quite want to use the pendulum, you can use your internal guidance system that kind of acts like a pendulum. So you would close your eyes and you imagine that, you know, one, like, for instance, if you look to the left with your eyes closed, that would be the direction towards light, for instance, or white light. And if you look to the right, it would be the direction towards darkness, right? And so you would just ask the universe, okay, which way am I leaning? Like, what is my vibration right now? Am I leaning towards the light? Am I leaning towards the dark? Like, towards the positive, towards the negative? And you would just see which direction you're being pulled in. The direction of light, that means that it's a positive message. The direction of towards darkness, that means more of a negative message, if that makes sense. Um, okay, is there another message about this? Uh, the question is, how come most people never talk about the fact that 1111 um, does not always mean that it's a good thing? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a loaded question, isn't it? 
1111 um, is a beautiful portal. 1111 is a beautiful, very synchronistic number. 1111 means a lot of amazing things in the greater cosmos. However, as we are starting to dissect messages and as we're getting into the more advanced level of understanding divine mathematics, I would be remiss to just give you the most simplistic explanation. If you're in first grade, and your guides are just getting used to working with you, they're only going to use 1111 as a positive message to you. Once you become more sophisticated, once you understand that every single symbol that you encounter is a very rich territory that can be used as a sophisticated tool of proper guidance on your path, then something else opens up for you. And that is called layers. So it is a layered understanding of something. And that layered understanding is way more actionable and way more accurate. So probably the easiest way to answer this question is that humanity has a fairly rudimentary understanding of numbers and numerology. And hence, more often than not, 1111 is considered to be a positive symbol which it may be, right? But we have to understand that it also has another um, meaning to it, which is something is being out of balance. What is being out of balance? Go and check and understand what's being out of balance. You're being out of balance. Um, but that was a great question, so thank you. I'll take one last question on this. The question is, why are we doing only the hours and the minutes? Why are we not doing the seconds? I mean... Um, because most people don't really have the, you know, on like however they're measuring time, they don't have the seconds clacking away. Also, a second is like such a fleeting moment. And there are 60 of them. Uh, or, you know, at least 59, right? Um, I guess 60, if I also count as zero, zero. I couldn't possibly, you know, in the, in the constraints of this video, give you what this 60 seconds mean. But it's also such a fleeting moment in time that it almost probably doesn't matter. Um, what does matter is the vibration of the minute, um, the hour and the minute that comes before it, because it's a more present vibration um, or a more permanent vibration. And more permanent vibrations always have more momentum to them, or more momentum to them. And they have more, it's almost like weight. Um, and something that's too fleeting, it like leaves such a small imprint in the fabric of existence that you almost like don't feel it. And so it's, um, you know, uh, by and large, irrelevant. All right, my darlings, I hope this was helpful. Um, let me know in the comments if you're resonating, if you have been using these, um, you know, number sequences to try to decipher, you know, the message from the universe. And if you're resonating with this and giving you a big virtual hug, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.